Hey, pumpkins. Welcome to another episode of Copulators Die First. Hi. And as always, our episode contains spoilers. Heavy spoiler content. And if you haven't already seen the film, go ahead and press pause now and we'll be right here waiting for you when you're ready. And now, on to this week's episode. Welcome back, pumpkins. Hi. Hello. Oh my god, it's another episode of Copulators Die First in your ear holes. It's another episode. Seven days. I'm very excited. Not not so much for the subject matter that we're going to discuss, but... No, not so much for <laughs> seven days. You're going to die in seven days. Wasn't it just seven days? I don't honestly remember. I don't know. I just know that the whole beginning... It's really hokey when the two main first subjects, I guess. Well, no. It's only really one. So I don't think the other one died. No, but she like got super traumatized and sent to a mental hospital because she had a mental break. So, yeah, if you haven't guessed by now, we are discussing today the 2002 classic... Uh, the Ring. Would you say that it's a 2002 titular classic? I just wanted to say titular. I mean, I, I, I would say it's pretty titular for its time. Like, now it's like, you know, whatever. <sighs> that, w- that was, like, one of the things while I was watching this that, like, I wanted to bring up. So I'm glad you helmed it, I guess. Was that, like, this was on the cusp of technology, this film was, it was in 2002. Like, this was right after, like, ah, Y2K. But nobody had a big screen TV. That's true. E- everybody had a tube TV. So you did get that, like, ooky, spooky, kooky, like, static. reflection. Yeah. You know? And the static, you don't get that anymore. There's no such thing as white noise anymore. Your TV yeah. just turns off. So I guess this movie wouldn't work nowadays. I mean, I'm sure it would, you know, but and- whatever. They did do the new one, and I don't remember how they did it. Maybe it was like a hard drive or something. Or like maybe this person just had a really old TV because like, bitch, how you come out of how you come out of like a half an inch wide? Oh, she did. She did. I, I, I watched it. I mean, I don't remember it, but I watched it. My like, honestly, my favorite memory of the ring which is not even related to this movie is the part of what i believe a scary movie too oh okay when regina king who plays you know the sassy black friend i love her yeah sitting in her living room eating popcorn and you know who is supposed to be samara is coming out of the tv and she's like, Cindy, this bitch is getting <laughs> this bitch is getting water on my carpet. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's two or three, but it was amazing. It definitely wasn't one. Because one was modeled after Scream. And it's it's whichever one also had signs in it. That was definitely three. That was okay, three. Because two was the one that was kind of modeled after 13 Ghosts. Oh, right. And they were in the mansion. And there was like yeah. blunt and all that shit with and the Wayne's Tim, brothers. And Tim Curry, right? Didn't he make an, an appearance? I don't know. Is, this the, is the second one with the guy that had like the tiny hand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
like like that bag of tiny hands that I have in my kitchen that I got as a Christmas gift. Right, inspired by um, Katya Zamorjevova. Yeah, inspired uh, by Katya and Zamolochikova. Jesus, why can't I say her last name? I don't know. I mean, like I I think about her constantly, so it's normal that I could probably. I can't I, spell it. Um. Yeah. I, no, that's not. No. And I am super excited to see her live show um, in Me July. Too. I'm seeing her in August, and I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And my cool, I, you can't see me doing my happy dance. I'm doing it. My I wife, the happy dance. <laughs> my wife got us um, VIP meet and greets because oh, I think she kind of felt bad that I waited in line basically for two days at DragCon and I didn't get to meet her. Oh. Yeah, no, we got we got lucky. The one year we went to DragCon in New York, we actually got to meet every queen that we were online for, but it was only because we were there, like, when they opened, no diddly-daddling, but... Um, um, we, zero we, out of ten would not go back to DragCon. Oh, girl, no. Not, not the New York one. I want to go to the LA one, eventually. I mean, like, sh- that would be a nice trip, like, because th- you get to be in LA. What, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I will never go back to New York City DragCon. Like, no offense to RuPaul, because, um, you know, we share a last name and everything. Um, you know, Charles. Um, yeah, yeah. No, girl. No. It's been almost, a, it's been six months and I'm still upset about it. Like, anytime anybody brings it up, I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk about it. It makes me like angry. A, it's just like a hard pass because it's not, like, New York City, like, yes, it's got its convention centers but the scale of the event of of drag con is too grand in its scale to be put into the jacob javits center and also while i was there in the jacob javits center for rupaul's drag con 2k18 i felt as if i was like screwed out of stuff because like they didn't optimize their space. Yeah, and that's what happened in 2017 when we went to. Yeah. Like they just pushed like there was a lot of unused space that they could have accommodated more queens. Fun fact, when I went the first year, which I guess was 2017, there was also a carpet convention going on at the same time. What? That sounds interesting. Okay. It was literally a room just full of rolls of different carpets. I did not go to any of the panels because I'm poor and oh. I'm, I'm not paying for anything extra. That you I had like... to pay for the panels? Yeah, this year you had to pay for panels. Oh, no. Not everything was free the first year. You just had to be online like super. I get why they did that, but like, oh, come on. Yeah, you had to, like, that's why I was like, this kind of sucks. I'm just going to, like, beep, bop, boop, 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 around and, like, trying to see what I could find. But let me tell you, it was Dre's first experience around drag queens. Mm -hmm. She loves drag queens, but she has never actually been to a drag show. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was like, oh, my God, Pandora box. And I was like, yo, dog, you like, you want to meet her? Like, she's just hanging out. We can we can go say hi. And she was like, oh, no, I'm afraid. And I was like, dude. I will pay for your Pandora box meet and greet. And let me tell you, Pandora box is one of the nicest drag queens I've ever met in my entire life. 
So, not that I had any doubts, but. I mean, it's just one of those things like, you know, by the end of the weekend, the performers are just so tired and drained. Oh, yeah. Because you're spending like four hours getting into drag. Yeah. And and like you have to be very generous with yourself and your time, you know. And Absolutely. Like Trixie um, Mattel's line was around the Javits Center. My Jesus. I mean, we got to meet her at the 2017 one, but we were standing in line for definitely like three hours. And... She was like she was sitting on the stool. She didn't have she didn't have anything on her feet. She was like, "Look, my feet hurt. I have moccasins on, and I'm taking those off because these feet have to air out." I mean, we're like, "Okay, Trixie, it's like totally fine, whatever." Yeah, when I met her last year for our anniversary, that was our like anniversary gift to ourselves. Um, she was just. You know, sweet as pie, but I am small and easily intimidated. And she was like, can I just, like, put you in my pocket? And I was like, oh, oh, my God. And yes, she, please, do it. And then she told me I was funny. So Trixie Mattel uh, uh. told me to my face that I was funny. So even if nobody else, including my wife, doesn't think I'm funny for the rest of my life, I don't care. Mm. Trixie Mattel told me I was funny. So it's hey. fine. Hey, Trixie. Um. So. We have beautiful signed wall art from Trixie. I would. Could you imagine if we got Trixie Mattel to be on our podcast? I would shit a a a, a brick that I could use to build a mansion. Because I mean, you know she's a gamer and a, a horror movie fan. So yeah, one of the dudes that was online, like that was like on the line for the meet and greet, like. He was like, oh, yeah, like a game or whatever. And Trixie Mattel was like, you're cute. Give me your PlayStation, like, username. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But I, like, we got Deanna and Danielle because they had just gotten married, like, a month before. So we got them a signed photograph. And Trixie Mattel signed it. Like, congratulations on your, you know, nuptials. Oh. Trixie Mattel. So that's in their house forever. They have I a... Love- uh, yeah, she is one of the most gracious queens I've ever met in my life. So she, she signed my fan, like my uh, like clackety clack clack fan, like my homosexual. Thwarp. fan. I my, need one. I don't have one yet. I let me tell you something. I got it from Dirt Squirrel, but as a surprise from my hub hubby because he's Hubbin. the best ever. Mm-hmm. Um, my 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 husband, my hubbubu. Um, ew, just forget I ever said that. That was disgusting. That was gross. I hated it. Um, I can't. I can't even process the fact that I just said that. But anyway, um, it has Frenchies and donuts on it. Oh, so clearly it was meant for you. And when I, when I, because obviously it was fucking hot in there. So I was like constantly fanning myself. Work away. Yeah. And Trixie was just like, can I see your fan? I was like, absolutely. And she was like, oh my God. Like, what is this? And I was like, oh, yeah, you probably like it. And she was like, yeah, I do. And I was like, would you sign it? And she was like, yeah. And then she did. So my fan will forever be signed by Trixie. Like, Trixie touched my fan. Is it a display piece in your home? It's not because I still just mainly use it as a fan. So oh, that's fair. Yeah. It's in my bag. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So... I mean, so, we're just we're just gushing over Trixie Mattel. Uh, Trixie Mattel, Katya. Um, I, my main qualm was like RuPaul's Drag Con 2018 was basically meet and greet 
of the queens of season 10 and yeah that always happens tbh season 10 hashtag didn't impress me much so Mm. yeah i know there was uh like obviously the year that we went like the biggest booths were like uh shake coulee and sasha velour oh um, yeah peppermint peppermint's booth was crazy but in a good way yeah um also in person peppermint is like a magnet like she's gorgeous and just magnetized she seems very lovely and very nice um yeah she is and i'm glad that she has had the success that she's had since then even because she she's is, been, she's thriving right now she's been on the broadway which is listen if that's your bag that's your bag man good for her yeah I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her. Uh, I did go see, I did go see, um, we went down to Columbus right after season 10, uh or during season 10, rather, and we did get to see Miss Vanjie. Oh, that, that girl can put on a show, but I don't Oh, she can. I'm scared she's gonna, like, hurt herself, you know? I mean, she's um, she's a tiny Hispanic. She can she can whip that whole body. Right. Body yaddy. Body yaddy yaddy. Uh yeah, and um I did see <laughs> I did see Derek Barry live too. Oh, okay. But I was just thinking Okay. Could you imagine if instead of seven days when you get the <laughs> phone call for the ring, it was just I know what you're gonna say. Vanji! <laughs> <laughs> that would be scarier than seven days. I'd be like, no. That's like the equivalent of like Jack Torrance busting his face. Yeah. Vanji. Like, Miss Vanji. That is a gruff plumber mouth young lady. You could just you could just imagine Naomi Watts being like, oh just all frail and terrified of this. Dropping his, the phone and being like his, oh. His Hispanic man trying to FaceTime you <laughs> on on your landline in 2002. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna come through, Vanjie. Oh, Miss Vanjie, that's that's the real star of the ring. <laughs> um, I mean, she's basically Samara. So yeah, she's invading everybody's television with her boisterous, obnoxious, wonderful personality that won't quit. <sighs> Will she but, probably go home soon though? Probably. I yeah, don't think she probably. I don't think she's a winner, baby. But honestly, she won already. So I mean she's she's yeah, she's basically a winner already. So we'll see what she does with her success. Yes. Um, um where are we now? I don't know, but we, you know, as usual, this turned into a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, Kate, which Kate, is fine. Like, it's Kate. totally fine. Can wait. One other thing. I don't know. Do you follow the Met Gala? Um, I don't exclusively follow the Met Gala, but okay. as of right now, I mean, who hasn't seen the Met Gala? Okay. So, so obviously, this year's theme was camp, which, funnily enough, is our theme for summer. Um, more to come on that, though. That was like a little nibble. So oh. deep. Um, but I, I've i always liked Casey Musgraves. As of late, I've like really loved Casey Musgraves. But today, when I saw what she wore to the Met Gala yesterday, 
she is my new queen. I have not seen what she wore, um, but I love her anyway. She's coming oh to Cleveland, God. and I'm desperately thinking I want to buy those tickets. I so so here's the thing. Um, like she is now on like Donna Summer level with me. Which what? It's like like I love her, and she's also my age, which is really aggravating because it's like you have had such success in your life, and you're a huge star, and you're my freaking age, but. In the grand scheme of things, we all have our own successes in our own ways because not all of us are going for stardom. That was very wise of me. Thank you very much. The more you know. The more you know. Anyway, so she went as Barbie. Oh my fuck. So like not only did she show up like in all pink, she got herself a full on platinum blonde wig and like she's not stupid she got a homosexual to lay that thing down for her because it was right okay (laughs) and it was like this leather biker jacket neon pink like all zippers like Mm -hmm. dress thing and then like a giant i'm looking at it right now yeah right now Okay, so it's it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, it's everything. She showed up in a pink convertible, like the actual Barbie convertible. I was about to say, did she borrow Trixie Mattel's Jeep? I mean, no, she literally showed up in a fucking Barbie convertible. Like that she, wig is perfection. That dress is Moschino. Yeah, she is, I am living, girl. She has, is carrying a fucking purse. That is a hair dryer. It might even just be a fucking hair dryer. It, I think it might just be a hair dryer on a string, to be honest with you. Oh, which, which she is, is even everything. It's even better. And like, so, so here's the thing: those like, zippers are huge. Yeah, like, cause like she is fucking Barbie. So Ugh, obsessed. So there was plenty of good looks. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Billy Porter. I really enjoyed Lizzo. I semi enjoyed. Lady Gaga's thing, but I didn't fully get it. Um, Zendaya's was really good. I didn't really enjoy Katy Perry's first look, but her second look when she was dressed up like a Krabby Patty, that was pretty good. Oh, I didn't see that yet, but I'll have to go look at it. Um, but um, who but else did I like? Uh, fuck. Um, Kenyon Lonsdale, that was bold. Oh, I don't even know what... But, you know, so I don't care... What any other look was like, Casey Musgraves won everything because the theme was camp and she showed up as Barbie. I mean, that wig is so fucking on point. I don't even know. Like, I don't even, I don't even usually care about this stuff. I just like it had to be said out loud because it's so perfect. Uh, all hail Casey Musgraves. And so that is, you know, my rant as a 31-year-old lady. 29-year-old homo. Um, so as a 29-year-old homo, um, I think we should... Be responsible. Op- and op- Open up the library. Oh, yes. We should definitely open up the library and read this shit to filth. Um, so... My one qualm Mm -hmm. is that one of my favorite boy crushes, um, Adam Brody, 
aka uh-huh. Seth Cohen from the OC. Yeah. Was literally in this for 35 seconds. Uh okay. Yeah. Um, I wanted more of him, but that's because I'm selfish and he's in one of my other favorite movies, Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's mm-hmm. Body Adi Adi. So Yes, he is. And that, that- is, that's that's my horror redemption song for Adam Brody. <laughs> and like honestly, here's the thing. Everybody was like not about Jennifer's body and then like it gained this cult following in the last couple years. We were on board from day one. So shut your uh, mouth. I could talk for hours about how much I love that movie. It's just um, so well written. Yeah. Di- Diablo Cody wrote it. She also wrote Juno. So it's just uh just what Swan song. (laughs) It's so good. It's just the best. Like, I... Yeah. It's just... Like, that's a movie that I always go back to. Like, I've watched that movie so many freaking times. I own a physical copy. Oh, so do I. If that doesn't... If that doesn't explain it to you. But... In the vein that that is good... (sighs) This this is not good. (laughs) Like, here's the thing. This is... as, as, As I have said before... Um, sometimes we have to judge movies by the time in which they were released. That is very fair in this situation. Yeah, this is definitely one of those times. Um, but I feel like anything we say about it was also said at the time that it came out. Um, I just think that I I remember having very positive feelings about this movie when it first came out, but I think it was only because it was something new it was very innovative for its time Uh, however not really because ring you right and like it was really like my first exposure to anything even related to uh japanese horror um or just like asian horror in general and um i haven't seen ringu in a very long time but so, in full disclosure here, I've already told Ashley this, but Mama got accidentally super duper, like, off my rocker high when I was watching this because <laughs> I was being impatient, and then I ended up eating too much special cookie. Um, and then there was a moment where everything stopped being in existence and the space-time continuum stopped. I don't know how else to explain it, but so... Yeah, that happens. Sometimes you just go askew. Yeah, and it was like, I was saying something, but then in my head I was saying it like 10 seconds later. It was, it was a, it was a whole like, am I dying? I don't think so. I think I'm just really high. You're stupid, but this is good. Like, it was just like so many mixed emotions, but regardless, the ring was playing the whole time. And that wasn't overwhelming to me. It's just that I don't remember watching it all that much. So mama had to, you know, read the synopsis today. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize how almost identical the plot is to Ringu. Because like usually if like, you know, something is like a super duper whammo hit. Sure, there's going to be adaptations. But, like, I don't know. I feel like America jumped on this so quickly and was like, we need to have our own version. Like, I don't know if that happens very often. Yeah, that's not something that I can say for sure happens all that quickly. Yeah, but, like, it's just 
all of the main plot points are exactly the same. And then just the way that things play out are a little bit different, but like literally the overall story arc is exactly the same. And for some reason in my mind, I thought that there was at least some differences, probably because I just have hope um, in the human race. Um, But of course, humans let me down and proved to me that, you know, stealing someone else's idea is a lot easier than adapting it to something new. Um, oh, absolutely. Why yeah. why be creative when you can just steal it? Right. It's very much like um, plagiarizing a paper. Um, but, you know, they don't have software to detect that when when we're making a movie. So anyway, I was just like, it, it made me sad because... I really liked this movie when it first came out. Watching it again, I was like, okay, like, you know, I get it. Um, it should be celebrated for what it did in its time, but like his... it's already been done. Yeah, and it's not scary anymore. Like I don't even I don't think I was ever super scared by this movie. I think I was more shocked and intrigued by this movie because there's very specific moments where I'm like that's really different and gross. Like when she pulls out the EKG pads from her mouth with all the wires attached to it. Yeah, no. Um, a lot of the imagery of the horses committing suicide over the cliff. Yeah, th- I'm not a fan of that. That's really like, a fan of that. That's like snuff film shit. Also, okay, so the one thing about this movie that actually scared me as a youngster because I was like 13 when this came out, mm-hmm. um, Katie in the Closet. First ten minutes of this movie, I was like, "Fuck, oh, they're going yes. in hard." That yeah. that lady's face is fucked. Yeah, that was a very shocking moment when, yeah. when this movie first came out. And then I remember everybody being like, "I can't watch TV anymore because there's a girl that's gonna come out of my TV." And I was like, "Bitch, please!" Like, you know, um, America's Got Talent or whatever was on in two thousand and two. I don't know. American Idol is on at nine o'clock. Like I'm watching my fucking programs. Like I don't give a shit about some girl coming out of my TV. Like it's not real. Come at me, bro. And like everyone is just like, oh, TV. And then I was like, bitch, you are fine. This is not real. Um. Uh, so even in my teenage years, I was already over everything. Samara, uh, did you or did you not come for me? Um, <laughs> Samara, do not come for me unless I ask for you. <laughs> Don't come for me because I will destroy you. Um, yeah, no. Who, <laughs> who who are you quoting? Another drag queen. Is that kimchi? I think that, so. Mm-hmm, it was. I love her. One of the, also one of the nicest queens I've ever met. Also, I don't know if this is racist in this in particular context, but I don't think it is. But I'm here to chop suey the competition. She is. She is wonderful. I do um, hope. I do hope that she does all stars at some point. Um, uh, uh, I want to see an all stars with her and Jinx Monsoon. Um, uh, who else do I want? I, mean, I just want the fun queens, man. I give, give me the fun queens. I'd really love to see. The all-star season of all of the previous winners. Oh, yeah. All-winner season. But, like, there's some, like, Trixie will never do it again. But also, she won all-star. So, maybe does that mean that she doesn't count because she didn't win a regular season? Like, I don't know. But, like, you know, I would love to see Raja on stage again. Um, yes. 
you know, like all those, all those chillins. I love them all, but um, I mean, I, I highly doubt that like Tyra Sanchez will come back. Because no, 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 no. We don't speak I don't, her name. I don't think they would invite her. Um, I, I think she's been de-dragged. I don't think she can I mean, show her face and drag ever again. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure she still does drag, but I gotta tell you something. When she does her, um, like really thick box braid weaves like those really chunky like dreadlock wigs mm-hmm. uh those are good those are real good yeah and she's she, pretty she's just she's a demon you know what i mean like yeah she's um, definitely from one of those inner circles for sure like she she's been possessed by i don't know like a whatever possessed jennifer in jennifer's body you know what i mean um she's a succubus yeah, she is a succubus. But also, I fucking forgot how long this fucking movie was. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... it's um Two and a half hours. No, it's not. It just Run- feels like two and a half hours. I'm, I'm, I literally have it up. Runtime. Two hours, 25 minutes. For The Ring? Are you sure? The Ring, 2002. Runtime. Two hours, 25 minutes. On what website are you? Uh, Internet. Okay. <laughs> Hold cause- on. Hold on. Let's pull up the Wikipedia. It made a ton of money, though. IMDb says it's an hour and 55 minutes. <laughs> That's so weird. My TV also says two hours, 25 minutes. Maybe they're including special features. I mean. But, but even two hours for this is way too long. Oh, yeah. No, it's 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 not enough story to be held in that much time. No. Because, like, a lot happens. But, like, for it to be that long, like, it's too much unrealistic stuff happening back to back. You know what I mean? Film um, grossed over $249 million worldwide. I mean, I guess, you know, the Americans smell a winner when, 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 they, when, when there's one around or whatever. You know, they, they know what they're doing. But I still okay so here's ultimately the grand question that I want to have answered before we move on to a reading this for filth and b breaking it down bit by bit um ring or ringu um ringu is better yes Duh. yes it is I think it's just inherently more scary they they have a better use of practical effects like the use of shadows and lighting Whereas this was purposely filmed in Seattle because Seattle looks like shit. I love Seattle. It just—I've ha- never been, but th- I mean that's what it says. It's they chose Seattle because of its wet and isolated atmosphere. So I don't know. I would. I don't know. I would potentially like to move to Seattle someday, maybe. Um, except it's very expensive there. I mean, sure, it's moist. <laughs> sure, it's, it's kind a little of- damp. It's damp, you know, it's it's a little bit um, foggy and, and gross, but it's also cozy, and it's also, like, sweater weather. So, like, I, mean, I don't know. I, I would also like a permafall. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Yeah, so, I mean, does permafall in itself maybe lend itself to more spooky things? Yes, but that's what I want in my life. Oh, for sure. I would like so, perma permaspooks. Yeah, like I I I want to just I want a perma spook. I I want I don't know where I'm going with this. I was 
in my mind there was something about like a perm in my hair and like spooks in the perm. We're just gonna drop it. A I per- am, a perm with ghosts. I'm definitely not on my a game tonight in some senses of the word, but regardless here, whatever. Like I get it. Like Seattle still wasn't popularized yet by like Grey's Anatomy or whatever. Because you know then like. They glamorized Seattle. I don't know. I don't know shit about Grey's Anatomy. I mean, I don't remember a goddamn thing about that show, but I watched it for like six seasons. Oh, that's a lot of seasons. It's just a lot of like. It was a lot of like annoying young doctors being like, "What is my life? Like, you're my best friend. Like, support me. I'm in love. No, I'm not. Oh my god. Like, oh, so everybody in their twenties got it. And like, and like everyone is dying. And like, there's a lot of accidents. And it's like, oh, which major character is dying in this accident? I guess we'll find out next week. All Um, of them. Like, no offense to Shonda Rhimes. You know what I mean? But. Um, How to get away with murder? Hmm. Very formulaic after a while, I gotta say, Shonda. So fair, fair. But she knows what works. She and does. You know what doesn't work? This fucking movie. Right. So yeah, we we keep dancing around the ring, but we should probably jump in. No more ring around the rosy. No more ring around the ring of the ring. So the first five minutes. Katie and Rebecca are sitting on sitting on her bed and they're like talking about this tape that may or may not exist. Um, spoiler, it does exist. <laughs> um, double spoiler, Katie has watched it. Triple spoiler, Katie's about to fucking die. Yeah, and like all of her friends that watched it with her too. Yeah, just not re- just not Rebecca. But so they're like doing the they're doing like the typical like slumber party girlfriend. We're gonna like have a good time. No, no, no. This does not end in a good yeah. time. But, like, you know, like, most slumber parties, it's like, you know what, boy, I have a crush on. It's like, oh, my God, let's do our nails. No, but, like, they're like, oh, my God, I watched this really weird video that's going to kill me. Like, this is not normal that's, slumber that party. Sounds, that sounds like a, a slumber party you and I would have. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. watched the, I watched this spooky VHS tape that I found at the thrift store. <laughs> I wonder how long I have to live. Mm. No, thank you. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. So um, she's approximately seven days to live. Yes, and and, and her time is is up. The time Um, is... But, like, the one thing I don't get is... So they talk about, like, this videotape and how if you watch it, um, you're going to die in seven days. mm Mm-hmm. And then Naomi Watts is a dum-dum and goes to wherever these kids went after she spent, I don't know how long, researching their individual demises. Um, Right. And, like, an awkwardly long amount of screen time at her niece's funeral as well. Yeah. uh, With Um, her son. Yeah. Who's, like, purposefully, like, the troubled small boy child that has really big bags under his eyes because... He's, like, gross-looking. You know, like... Like, it's like, it's that character where you're like, are you malnourished? Is your mother taking care of you? Do you need us to call Child Protective Services? You don't know, because it could be that, or it could be that he's being visited by demons, you know? Um, um, it's all of the above, probably. It was like, you know, it was that very specific, like, aughts trope of, like, the troubled young child and this might even this, for their age or whatever. And this might have even been like one of the first ones to kind of like 
put that trope into play because um when did when did speaking of small boy childs with issues when did the sixth sense come out oh that was 97 or 98 maybe 96 it was it was 99 oh well around there you know like you know like obviously so right before this if you're thinking about it yikes Yeah. yeah um so i mean yeah Haley joel osmond did kind of spearhead that but like this kid, it looks. Like, it seems like they tried to like emulate Haley Joel Osment's character in the Sixth Sense, but did it really poorly because in this movie they're trying to emulate things that did work well, yeah. and uh, it didn't. Um, but that kid is like gross looking. He's got a bad haircut. Um, what else is wrong with him? I looked him up just to see like where he's been in the last 17 years mm-hmm. um and per the internet he's kind of a pompous ass oh. and he's like they were like oh well what have you been up to and he's like well i did graduate top of my class at harvard law and i was like a top attorney at like some attorney fellowship thing in dc and in hong kong like very specifically like being a braggadocious dick so fuck the kid that played Aiden. Because he seems like a braggadocious dickhead. Yeah, well, guess what, Aiden? You didn't draw well. You just... No. No. Oh, fuck you. You can put that on your fucking resume and smoke it. Yeah. Can't yeah. draw well. Can't play well Can't with others. Well. Um, But, like, did they ever specify if... uh, In what relation is Rachel to Katie? I know it's her aunt, but they never specify, like, if it's... Her brother's kid or sister's kid. Because um, she talks to both of them and they both act, I mean, probably in the throes of grief, but they both act like, who the fuck are you and why are you here? You know what I mean? Like, very disinterested in her altogether. Yeah, I, I honestly, uh, you're, you're asking questions that I don't even think the movie makers know the answers to. I'm sure they but, don't. You know, they were probably like, oh, Ringu. It's this girl, and she has a son, and he's young, and the 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 niece dies, and they were just like, okay, go for it, like do that thing, and like there's not all that much of like a family tree being created here. We just know that they're related in some manner, right? Um, so that brings us very rapidly to Naomi Watts watching the uh-oh no-no video. <laughs> the uh-oh no-no video. Yeah, it's like the bye-bye man, but probably better. I don't know. I've never seen the bye-bye man. but Me I, either. Oh. I know we joked about watching it. But. Yeah, because I always chuckle when I see it. <laughs> um, So she's watching this video, and she's watching it in, like, some creepy hotel room. Yeah, and it's, the where clerk, the kid, it's where the, the clerk, kids are staying. Yeah, and the clerk like made her do magic with him. It's just very strange. So yeah. um, she's watching the video, and the video plays like an art house film where it's just kind of almost like stills of yeah. pseudo graphic imagery, and she's left to figure out where the fuck it all came from and where the fuck it all went. Yeah, and yeah, it's just you know. And then, like, she goes back to it over and over again. And I guess, like, you know, if if you're already dying in seven days, what's the difference of watching it again? 
Right. Like, it didn't speed up the process or anything like that. Um, But, you know, because she's a kind human being, I guess, um, he said sarcastically, she pulls in her ex-husband to help out with the investigation. Noah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, just, like, after that, like, they, they, they break down the video a little bit, and then it's just, like, a roller coaster ride of all of these things happening very rapidly up until really almost the end. Absolutely, and it's very Um, strange, like, it's strange how some of it plays out. Like, the, um, the horse's committing suicide on the ferry yeah that makes me sad that makes me sad um i don't like stuff with hairballs that was kind of gross yeah the whole like anything coming out of her throat i was like "Mm, that's okay by me we don't have to no thanks you know um and like her picking the fly out of the video Yuck, I did not like that. Like at, like, all. at the time, though, it was like, whoa, that shit crazy. Right. It was very innovative for its 2002, like, airtime. Yeah. Like, what did you have in 2002? Um, special effects f- from, like, I don't know, Star Wars. But, like, that was, like, a whole different breed of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't stuff that they were going to use in horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. And like there was definitely some practical effects in this movie obviously and there's a lot of molds in this movie like all of like the gnarled people's faces and shit are all molds obviously but like the whole Samara coming out of the television thing was like done really well for 2002. Yeah, it was uh she like it was young yeah and it was just like you know like everyone everyone saw that and shot their pants because it was like the fuck this girl came out of the television came out the tube tv not even the plasma (sighs) no because they didn't have that yet it was it was those projection televisions with tubes in the back and it was like how she even do that like where she come from the tubes she come from the tubes she came from the tubes. So, like, they, like, basic... There's, like, really not a whole lot of plot to this. It's just weird, like, uh, almost, like, art house subtext to all these imagery that are, like, being thrown at you. And, yeah. like, she had to figure out with her ex-hubby where all these pieces come into play. And at the end... He fucking dies. Right. So, like, honestly, like, we can, like, super duper really quickly tie up the plot and then just, like, discuss all of our qualms. So, hey, don't fuck. Hey, what's up? It's spooky time in my house. Spooky time. Oh, hell no. She oh, hell what? no. What'd she say about you? Oh, I don't know what he's saying. I don't oh, speak no. dog. I don't speak oh, dog. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so, let's, let's, so yeah. We can we can wrap this bad boy up pretty quickly and figure out where we're going with it. Right. So, like, so again, for 2002, great movie. For right now, you know, it's been done. So, anyway, 
They watch so so Naomi Watts watches the movie. She's like, this shit weird. She get a phone call, and and it's all like seven days, and she's like, holy fuck, it's real, it's true. I'm gonna die. So then she's like, I gotta figure this shit out, and she calls in her ex husband to help her like break apart the video, and they start doing that. But in doing that, he then also watches the video. And so now he going to die in seven days. And it's like, oh, no. And then, unfortunately, Naomi Watts' son also watches the video because I kind of forgot how that happened, but it happened because it's a plot point, so it happens. So now he's all like, seven days. And it's like, oh, no, everyone's going to die, right? So now... Is that, is that a combined 21 days? Or are they served concurrently? Like, they're all going to die within seven days contractually it's all consecutive they're all gonna die in seven days oh great so Uh, you know it's all just a mess who's gonna organize those funerals so right so like now it's like okay we're we're going against the clock here what's gonna happen we we all gonna die what's gonna happen we gotta figure this shit out so they start breaking this thing apart they figure out the farm that this girl lived in and they go visit the dad which is like kind of what happens in Ringu but like not really because they end up going to visit like a shaman type person who did bad things to their child and not just like you know a rando farmer but anyway it turns out that this farmer and his wife adopted this girl and like from day one he was like this bitch got bad juju on her. I don't like her. Get her out of my house. Um, but of course that doesn't happen. So like, it's all supposed to be like, Samara is the girl in the well. So we don't know if she's in the well yet, but Samara is the girl in the tape. And she's the one that's haunting everyone because she's vengeful. We don't know why yet, but like something bad happened. She pushed the horses to kill themselves. She pushed her mother to kill jump off the cliff um exactly um and basically long story short he was like super duper scared of samara she was like being treated kind of by mental health professionals but like not really because she was just being talked to and being recorded or whatever so she has some special powers she can like burn shit into walls and they uncover some of that in the barn and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, basically he, the father, threw her in a well. And I guess that's where the visual of the ring comes from because it's like the light of, well, the ring of light that's still getting through the cover on the well. Yes. And and Naomi Watts is like, how long could someone survive in a well with no real food or water? Guess what, motherfucker? Seven days. It's a long fucking time. So that makes sense now. It also kind of makes sense why Samara is so fucking pissed, right? And also, I'm sorry. Like, if I was scared of my child because they had some type of supernatural powers... My first instinct would not be kill her. That's just me. I don't know. 
But, you know, maybe this man still lived in the time where, like, if you didn't understand something, you just killed it with fire. However, in this case, he did not kill it with fire. He killed it by throwing it down a well and leaving it there to die, which was not a good idea. So they're like, okay, well, so basically Samara is, like, reaching out to us because she just wants to be put to rest and to be peaceful. So they find the well. It just so happens to be under the cabin that the kids were at where they watched the video to begin with. So they, like, rip up the floorboards. They get the cover off of the well. And it's like, oh, my God. Naomi goes down there, and guess what's in there? It's the gross remains of Samara, and it's really gross. Yeah, it's just, like, a goopy skeleton. And so she's like, okay, we did it. Like, everything's great now. No one's going to die. And so, like, the seven days are coming to a close. They think everything is done now. They found Samara. They told her story. It's all great and dandy. And then Naomi Watts goes home. And she's like, fall de roll and fiddly dee. Life is great again. I'm not going to try to think about any of these horrific things that just happened to me. Because they're done now in the past. I'm just going to go back to taking care of my, like, malnourished child who can't draw very well with charcoal, whatever. <laughs> um, and then the ex-husband dies. Bum, bum, bum. And that's where there's, like, you know, the very iconic scene of Samara coming out of the television and, like, petrifying his face. And it's all gross and disgusting and blah, blah, blah. And then what Naomi realizes is that she was not spared because she found Samara's remains and told her story. She was spared because she unintentionally did what Samara wanted, which was to make a new copy of her tape that she created. That's like a portal to like her spirit realm or whatever the fuck. And then she distributed it to someone else. So she's like, oh shit, I got spared because I passed this on like a virus, if you will, to someone else. So she is like, fuck, the seven days are almost up for my son. I got to make him make a copy of the video and give it to somebody. So like, that's where the movie ends, where it's like her making a copy of the video with the son so that he can be saved too. And it's like, whoa, that's, I don't know, was that meta at the time or something? I have no idea. But everyone was like, The Ring, it's this new, amazing horror movie. And it's like so meta and like thought provoking and blah, 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 blah. Um, but that's basically what happens. And this has been a synopsis by Slightly Overtired Nick. Ba-da-bam. 31-year-old homo. Come on down. 31-year-old tired homo. It's only Tuesday and I'm already over this week. It's only Tuesday, Lemon? Yeah. It's not horrible. That sucks. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Oh, sorry, little cat. Um, So, right. So, so that's basically what happens and like, I forget where I was reading this, but I thought it was funny. Someone was like, LOL, Samara is just basically like a marketing genius because she's getting other people to pass on her work. And it's an endless cycle because if people don't do it, they die. So like she's 
basically created a foolproof plan to like basically mass distribute her production at no cost to her. Um, what a brilliant marketing plan. Also, probably one of the first viral videos. Um, yeah, like like the the idea of like virality. I don't know if that's a word, but I just made it one because like even back in like. 2002 we talked about this when we discussed uh the Blair Witch Project like going viral was different back then because you couldn't just pick up your phone and have a mini computer in your hand and like find anything immediately like not everything was a household name as soon as it came out like something was a household name because it was on the news and the radio and the early internet like the AOLs and all the things um, and that is what happened with the ring because it was like such a smash and it was like so new and like so different for what was around, at least in the US for that time and like all the things. So, yeah, it did kind of go viral, if you will. Yeah. And like, um, I don't know about you, but in my household in 2002, we did not have a computer. Um, I mean, if I, we did, then it was, like, shitty, like, uh, AOL CDs, but, like, we didn't really have a computer, you know what I mean? I think, like, we probably had a shitty Gateway computer when Gateway was still a thing. Yeah, that was, like, a, a scheme. Yeah, and, um, I remember Marissa Proto used to give me free AOL CDs for like the seven day trial. Yeah. I forget I forget why she always had so many. But she always had a lot. And like they always came in those like little really thin tins. Yeah, those were cool. And like you could use them to store CDs or like, I don't know, whatever. But like I was always like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put things in these. And then it's like, what am I going to put in this? Like I, it's too small. Um. Um... Also, while we're on the trope of it being 2002, um, just the list of films that were released at around the same time. Mm, hit tw- me with it. I'll give you a couple. 28 Days Later, which we saw really? 28 We saw 28 Weeks Later together, yeah. We did. I didn't um, so old. Blade 2 by Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blood Feast 2, All You Can't Eat. By Herschel Gordon, Gordon Lewis. Um, Blood Gnome uh, by John Lashago. Uh, bu- 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 the Brotherhood 3, Young Demons. Oh my. Uh, titular classic Bubba Hotep by Don Coscarelli, who also mm-hmm. did your favorite, Phantasm. <laughs> oh yeah, Phantasm is fantastic. The... He said sarcastically. And he said sarcastically while sipping his coffee and looking out into the wilderness. Yep. Um, Cabin Fever, Eli Roth. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, 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 let me see. Dark Water, which I actually kind of liked. Yeah, me too. Oh, but this is the Japanese one, so I haven't seen that one. Um, ba, 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 da, ba, ba. Let's see what's on here. Death Watch, not sure. No, that is. Dog Soldiers by Neil Neil Marshall. Um, totally. Eight Legged Freaks. Oh. David Arquette, hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fear.com. Fuck oh. no. That yeah. scared the living shit out of me because it was weird. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, Ghost Ship. Oh, those poor people. Oh, also Halloween Resurrection. I mean, okay, fine, whatever. I it's, obviously have seen it, so it's whatever. It's, it's not the worst. It's not the best. No, but like, are any of them not a little bit bad? No, they're all. Um, one of my wife's favorites, May. Mm hmm. Uh, with baby Anna Ferris. Mm hmm. She's unqualified. She is unqualified. Uh, Resident Evil by Paul W.S. Anderson, oh. whose dad is a Cleveland icon, uh, Gularty. And he used to host a, like, the Saturday evening, like, spookathon. Um, and he was, like, a host, and he was really hokey, and he was really funny. So, um, that's probably where he got it from. But he would, like, say, like, dumb shit, but it was, like, it was campy for 1964. It's campy now. Mm-hmm. But it was like he showed a lot of B horror. Yeah. And sci fi. Um, so that's basically all the notables. Something yeah. called They. I don't know what that is. I think I know what that is, but I've still never seen it. Um Yeah, it sounds familiar. Mm, supernatural horror. Mm, so right. those are those are notables for around the same time period, so you can kind of get a gist. Of what we were looking at in 2002. I don't think... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say when I was Uh, just a wee baby gay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was still in the closet because I wasn't gay, obviously. Clearly Um, not. No. But I guess I never realized, like, The Ring was the first movie to kind of, like, set off that whole, like, domino effect of American remakes of Japanese horror films. Yeah, like Juwan. And like uh, The Grudge. Yeah. Uh, as long as nobody remakes uh, Train to Busan, I am happy. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I think now, like, everything is so easy. Like, it was it was easier to do things like this back then because, like, the markets were still so separated. Right. And now with streaming services, that's just not the case anymore. I can't even imagine how hard it would have been to be able to get Ring You oh. at, the, at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't ever it's recall probably... walking into the Bee Buster and being like, "I'm gonna take a copy of this." Yeah, and a like, copy of. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, no. Um, do you want to take a road trip with me to the last standing uh, blockbuster? Where is that? Bend, Oregon. Um, how far away is Oregon? Very. So then, no, that's okay. We can take a plane <laughs> trip, not a road trip. We take a plane trip. Um, I just like want to go, and I like this. That's where I fell into a hole last night when I was like trying to fall asleep. I was like, "Oh, last standing blockbuster. I wonder what she's up to." Yeah, um, like what are they still doing? The same thing that they've always been doing. Selling popcorn buckets and. <laughs> Oh, uh, you mean you mean putting our Friday night into perspective? Yep, you know. Where oh, where's man. that where's that movie size box of bunch of crunch, bitch? I want it. I have no idea. I want some of that. I love me some bunch of crunch. Um, so what do you want to rate this 
son of a bitch. Um, I know. I know. It's such a convoluted rating system at this point in the game. For this film specifically. Yeah. I mean, out of five pumpkins, I'm listening to my heart, which is saying, give it a 3.5. Oh, okay. That's fair. I was thinking like a three. So we're pretty much like on par. All right. So we're each other. You know, 6.5 basically out of 10, which is, you know, passing, but not great passing. It's like, you know, a D. Is it a D or is that a C? No, it's definitely not a C. 70s or the Cs. So yeah. It's a, um, IMDb rates it 7.1 out of 10. So we're like on par-ish. It's like whatever. Yeah. Um, let me uh, see. Do you ever use Metacritic? Um, I look at those ratings, but like that's really it. Like I don't, I'm not going on there. Like my, oh, 57% from Metacritic. Oh, so we're more on par with like between Metacritic and IMDb. Yeah, and Rotten Tomatoes because Rotten Tomatoes gave it 71%. So oh, that's incredibly generous. It's basically the same score as IMDb. It's just not. 7.1 out of 10 it's 71 percent yeah um Why is that? simple math yeah simple math is hard right zach's a cat and zach doesn't know math um so mm-hmm. with that do you want to give our pumpkins any information as to what to expect in the coming weeks or do we want to hold on to that Oh, are you suggesting we have a big gay meeting? Yeah, we have a big gay meeting right now. Um, yeah, so so first, I, I just want to say, neither of us hate this movie. It's just, like, kind of boring. It's kind of like a weird, like, aughts rite of passage. Yeah, like, you had to see it. And I feel like if anyone was like, I'm a newbie at horror, like, this would probably... Or Ringu would be on the list of things that you should watch. But, like, it was just so boring to watch it now. Like, it was so slow. And, like, all the colors are muted. And they're in those weird... Zach, you can't use the computer. I love you. God damn it, cat. Zachary Taylor Thomas, get out of here. I feel like this movie is... The rite of passage of, like you were saying, like, if you were to make, like, a list of, like, things, notable things that you should watch, yes, watch this. But, like, it uses those, like, blue hues in cinematography, which are nice. Yeah. But, like, when you're watching it for two hours, I feel like my brain hurt. You know what it's I mean? So- like, I was like, oh, my eyes are strained from looking at this garbage. It's like, it's all kind of wishy-washy, like, it's washed out and, like... And I get it. Like, it was, like, you know, like, static from the TV. Like, water, obviously, was a big element here. And, like, water and earth and, like, gross, like, wet, moist children. Yuck. Um, Damp children. So, like, you know, I... I, I apologize if this seems like we're so humdrum. But, like, it's just, for, for 2019, it's kind of humdrum. Yeah, it doesn't... It doesn't hold up. No. Nah. 
I thought it would have. You know what I mean? I think maybe maybe a lot of it is in my own disappointment of the fact that it didn't hold up. Because it was, like, such a big thing in its day. Um, anyhow. 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 Well, you were in Cleveland for a week. Now now you have a Midwestern. Anyhow. Yeah, what the hell was that? I don't know. I don't know. So, let's... Let's talk about some things. We'll have a big gay meeting super quick. So it is May, which means next month is June. And for any homosexual out there, you should know that June is Pride Month. So for Pride Month, we're going to be doing four LGBTQAI um horror movies um each week we're going to be covering a movie that covers one of the four letters in lgbt um it should be super fun and super gay we're going to close out may and start june by discussing the baba duke um so that we can all get baba shook for Pride Month and all that jazz. Um, Plus the Babadook is just so fucking good. It is a good one. It's like one of those ones that it was like on early Netflix and you're like, okay, whatever. But then you watch it and you're like, oh, that was good. Yeah. Also, I'm excited to, I'm excited to watch it again. It's been a minute. Yeah. And also just to get back to the running time of The Ring, I went back to like my Google search page and now... Whereas before IMDb was reporting it as an hour and 55 minutes. Now it's showing two hours and 25 minutes. See, I don't know what this conspiracy is. The conspiracy, the ring is real people. The ring. Don't look into it because you could get sucked in. Actually, there's a gay porn called the hole. Isn't there also a horror movie called the hole? Probably, but. This gay porn is like obviously a spoof of the ring. Um, I've never watched it. I don't know how you can spoof the ring as a gay porn because like the gross like monster-esque in this movie is a moist young girl crawling out of a... (laughs) It's really like grossing me out that you keep calling this child moist she is moist she's, like, she's damp she's damp she's like, soaked up too much water like she, uh, she she's just she's you know she she's puffy because she's got too uh, much water yuck um anyway so yuck thanks for the know. advanced stages of that decomposition uh-huh so if nobody knew about the whole you're welcome Go search for that shit on Pornhub or somewhere else. I don't know. That seems like something that we would swip swap at like the blockbuster and put behind the actual ring. Oh yeah. No, Whoops. Oopsie doodles. You took the Oops. wrong thing home. <laughs> oh no. I don't. Barbara, this horror movie is very graphic. I don't understand what's going on. Charlie, I swear to God, I picked up the right one. It was right behind the DVD that said the ring. I picked up the ring, Charlie. Yeah, you're around the water cooler at work. Yeah, me, <laughs> me, me and the wife, we picked up the ring last weekend. I wasn't expecting so much anal penetration. 
There was so much penetration. And then there's that weird thing with the glory hole in the bathroom. Did you guys see that? And And then then it's like, like, Carl, what are you talking about? You know, where the main protagonist just got it right in the eyeball. And then it's just like, all right, Carl, I got work to do. I'm going to go back to my desk. And then... And then, you know, and then everyone's just like, did you hear what Carl said? What the fuck is he talking about? Is he going fucking nuts? Carl, <laughs> Carl slash Charlie, he's a mess. Oh, well. Oh, um, he's well-intentioned. Right. So, so we have all of our Pride events lined up. We're not going to release what the movies are until it's their respective week like normal. But obviously week one, L will be a movie with lead lesbian protagonists g obviously gay b bisexual t trans it's gonna be a great month we're gonna just talk about all the gay things maybe even more than usual we may end up like raising the gay bar so far that everyone's phones explode and i mean that's a hope of mine, but I hope it doesn't happen because I don't have the money to replace that many cell phones. No, no sir. That is a hot button issue. Yeah. So so get excited. We're all going to get Baba Shook, etc. for Pride Month. And then guess what we're doing in July, everybody? We're going to summer camp for the rest of the summer. Summer camp. I don't know if we can... Maybe we can find like some cool... like. Like bugle sounds, you know? Oh my god. Or like a a rooster or something. I don't know. But probably the bugle would be better. But regardless, we're all going to summer camp. What does that mean? All summer long, we're going to be discussing movies that are campy at camp and or both. Um, So get ready for tomfoolery, fuckery, and all of the shindigs. You know what I mean? Um, there will be lakes, there will be cabins, there will be homosexuals, there will be things being used to kill people that weren't meant to be used as implements to kill people. There will be masked murderers, there will be sleeping bags, there will be marshmallows around a roaring fire, which somebody ends up getting burnt by to death. Like, it's going to be so great. And um, we have a list, mm-hmm. but if any of you children, pumpkins, boils, and ghouls would like to contribute and let us know what we may or may not be missing, or you just want to let us know how excited you are to go to camp with us, you can join yeah. your pals, me and Nick, as your camp counselors for this summer. I have never been a camp counselor. Nick has been a camp counselor. I have. It was meh. It was meh. But, but this is going to be better than that. It's so. going to be great because, you know what, this is a free vacation for your ears every week. Um, just picture yourself sitting in an Adirondack chair out on, like, a dock somewhere. Um, you know, birds flying by. Um, you know, like, a J- Jason coming out of the lake because... Were you just Were you just renting space in my noggin? I just, I, I kind of had a feeling where you were going. Yeah, he's just gonna yeah. he's gonna pop on out and wave hi to you every single day. With his machete. Yep. He's gonna machete your asses into gear for all the cool stuff that we have planned. I don't know if it's cool, but we have a good a good roundup of some good movies. I mean, it's gonna about. be super fun. We we love a good theme here. Why? 
because we're homosexuals. It's- also, we're going to have exclusive um, oh, merch designs that are going to yes. be in play for both Pride Month and for camp. Yeah. So, more to come on that when we have finalized all of our designs with each other. Mainly Nick finalizing them and telling me which ones he likes and me agreeing because he's smart and I like what he does. Oh, thank you. I'm very excited. But yeah, um, we're going to have a very special selection of merch for Pride. Mm-hmm. But more to come on that when we have finalized some things you know cross some t's dot some i's yeah but it's gonna it's gonna be such a fun summer i'm not gonna lie i hate the summer because i hate hot weather and humidity but we're gonna get through it together through horror movies and it's gonna be great um so yeah if you have any suggestions for campy horror movies that we should cover during summer camp um please either slide into our DMs on Instagram at copulatorsdiefirst or email us at copulatorsdiefirstpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. We don't really get much interaction with the peoples that listen. And we don't know if it's just because most of the people that listen are related to us and otherwise talk to us all the time or because you're just all bashful. So I'm hoping it's the second one. And if that's the case, Rip off that band-aid and say hi. Okay? Sounds good to me. Um, final update, I did get overalls. So Yes, and I'm in the process of getting overalls that I'm going to turn into shorts overalls because um, they don't sell those for men. I'm not surprised um, about that one, but um, I, have, I have actually, through Ashley's help, found a place that has reasonably priced um, oversized overalls for the big and tall man. (laughs) (laughs) The big and tall, the pleasantly plump. Yes. And with that, our little pumpkins, we bid you adieu, and we'll see you next week. Keep on creeping on. Bye. Bye.